Life Audio. Hello, thank you for listening to your daily Bible verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Carol McCracken, and after a short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Psalm 77 2. everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is Psalm 77, 2. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out on tiring hands that I would not be comforted. Lately, I've been around people in various degrees of distress where their circumstances have swallowed them up. I pass no judgment because I've had times when the duration of my trial has seemed hopeless. It's so easy to be isolated and caught up in your headspace if you've ever felt betrayed or forgotten. Good Christians aren't supposed to surrender to such things, yet there you are. Add a dose of guilt to your feelings. And then it's pointed out that you're not the only one to feel that way. I drove down a road and a sign flashed, it's okay not to feel okay. Is it? We live in a broken world as evidenced by daily reminders on the news and social media. Churches split, politicians divide people's opinions, jobs are lost. Depression intrudes. And then Psalm 77 dropped in my lap from a TV show. I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to hear me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, and I would not be comforted. Some of us can relate to that right now. Will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has his promise failed for all time? The writer of the psalm is depressed. We don't learn the cause, but scholars suggest it's a personal distress. And he complains, and it appears to be a personal prayer to God. But this illustrates a potentially common experience of people feeling rejected by God. These ancient words of the psalmist pouring out his distressed heart show we're not the only ones to suffer circumstances. The psalmist reaches out his hand, a prayer position particularly in ancient Jewish culture, and you would not be comforted. Haven't you ever felt that way at night as your thoughts go back and forth and you focus on the cause of your distress? We might even reach out to God, but we return to being upset. This psalmist appears to call out to God verbally. There's a sense that God hears the call. 
Many times when we call out to God and we sense we're listened to, we get a sense of comfort. But this doesn't always happen. This can be very frustrating when we're still in our trial and aren't delivered from it after we sense that God has heard us. It becomes a struggle. And then the psalmist seems to get the courage to move, to look beyond and behind present circumstances. Henry, a commentator cited in Spurgeon, states this is most appropriate, suggesting when God seems to have withdrawn from us, we must seek him and seek him until we find him. He continues by stating, those that are under trouble of mind must not think to drink it away or laugh it away, but pray it away. This is sound advice for us today. There are many ways we can choose to distract ourselves through such things as overworking, eating comfort foods, substance abuse. But until we get to the core of our distress, these temporary solutions only mask the symptoms of our distress. God is the only one who can truly deliver, and he does so when and how he chooses because he is both sovereign and just. And sometimes he chooses not to heal or fix our problems in the way we want. David Guzik suggests that perhaps this is some of what the Apostle Paul felt when he described the thorn in his flesh in 2 Corinthians 12, 7-10. At first, Paul felt his prayer was unanswered. Then Paul felt the prayer was answered, but not in the way Paul wanted. And Paul accepted it. One could argue that this happens to people in a deeper relationship with God. There's a spiritual maturity that develops in one who holds on to God, even when on the surface he might not care for the answer. There's an acceptance that God knows best. But regardless of our feelings and emotions, God promises never to leave us. Since he created us, he knows exactly how we feel and what's in our hearts. He can handle our questions, our hurt, and our lack of understanding. But he wants us to come to him with them. God wants us to lead an abundant life. Scriptures tell us so. And sometimes God needs to grow us and show us what it means to live a life as a Christ follower. Our psalmist was in distress. He lamented. The Psalms show us just about every type of emotion there is being lived out. So we shouldn't be afraid of our emotions, but we should turn to God with them. And there are a variety of ways to do that. Praying, as you can see the psalmist tried, but then he widens his scope. And if you read further into the psalm, he remembers great things that God has done to deliver his people. And a large part of the Bible has not even been written at that time. Oral tradition was passed down to the people so they would know how God had delivered their ancestors. God's great acts are remembered. God invited his people to hold fast to him, to cling tightly to him. He would bless them if they obeyed him. Today, we're in a time where Jesus has died on the cross to deliver us from our sin. The Bible is available with the Gospels. The Christian church has grown and it will not be defeated. We have even more tools available to us than the psalmist had. But God still asks us to obey him. And that means holding fast and tightly to him. God can help us shift our focus from ourselves to him. Throughout this psalm, we see the psalmist moving from distress to worship of God. When we encounter problems, we can review how good God has been to us in the past to remind ourselves of how God will take care of us but in his way. Then hope grows is the realization that God won't leave us where we are, 
begins to bloom and the greatness of our God starts to creep in. And we're not alone because God promises never to leave us. And he invites us to hold on tightly to him, however we feel. Let's pray. Dear Lord in heaven, thank you for your promises. Thank you for your promises never to leave us, never to let anything defeat us. While we have emotions, you're very aware of emotions, for in fact, you created us. But sometimes, Lord, we get overwhelmed. Sometimes a lack of sleep, eating incorrectly, leaning on other things cause us to drift from you and forget what we should be focused on. You know it's a very common thing, but there you are faithfully getting our attention and reminding us that no matter the circumstances, we can turn to you, that you've got this. Perhaps you're leading us to something that needs to strengthen us. Perhaps you're leading us to something that will reveal what's truly in our heart. And Lord, whatever it is, it is for our good and we can trust that you are there with us. You are walking through our circumstances with us. Lord, remind us of that today. And Lord, guide us to someone that may need that help if we're not going through it ourselves. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Our world can feel chaotic and uncertain. But we don't have to live enslaved to fear. Christ has promised me and you his peace and throughout scripture has provided powerful tools and practical steps to help us experience greater freedom. I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, inviting you to join me and my team as together we learn how to starve our fears and feed our faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com or wherever you access podcast content.